0: what's going on people i want to welcome all of you to the very unsportsmanlike podcast my name is quincy and this is my podcast and on the very unsportsmanlike podcast we discuss mainly the nfl but we get down with college football nba boxing and some other things as they come up but uh joining me as usual is show legend ray up there in new jersey ray what's going on hey what's up you have everything tonight. Uh, It's all good, bro. All right. All right. We're going to kick things off. First thing, man, LeBron versus Isaiah Stewart. Uh, We basically know what went down with LeBron through his elbow, and he hit Isaiah Stewart of the Pistons in the eye and the mouth and um, busted him up pretty good, and Isaiah lost it and went after LeBron and uh, made numerous efforts and attempts to try to, get after LeBron. And when it was all said and done, the smoke cleared. LeBron got a one-game suspension. Isaiah Stewart got a two-game suspension. Uh, Two questions. One, do you think what LeBron did was intentional? And when I say intentional, I mean like intent to hurt. And then two, how do you feel about the suspensions? How would you have done it?
1: Uh, I don't don't think – well, it's kind of hard to say if he intended to do it because – players now are so good at acting. They look away and then they do something where they know that a person's face is going to be. I mean, I think the motion that he did it, he intended to, you know, wake the eye up. I don't think he intended to bust his eye open, but I think he kind of wanted to get his attention, and it probably ended up coming out worse than what he thought it would. But being as that he did that, I think a suspension is warranted. Now, yeah, Isaiah Stewart really made a a show of the whole thing, but I don't know if he got upset because he saw blood or if he got upset the more he stood there, the more his eye got sore, who knows. But, you know, he really went off the rails after the fact. When, you know, the man was standing in front of you, if you was upset about what he did, you could have reacted then. But I don't know. Maybe it was a of reaction because the more you stand there, maybe his eyes start closing up, maybe blood start coming in his eye. You know, you might say, you know, the more you think about it, the angrier you get. So, but I do not think he should have got more suspension time than LeBron. Now. His actions may not have been professional, but at the same time, a reaction is caused by action. So I think LeBron should have got the the bulk of the games, like maybe three to one or something like that, or even three to two, but he should have got more time. But being that he's the cash cow, they cut it down to one game. So, you know, most of everybody that saw it really doesn't think that's fair. So I think it was a move by the NBA to save face, to do what they had to do, but at the same time, not punish them too much.
0: Yeah, I I get what you're saying, man. And like, and I know the NBA hated to do it with them playing the Knicks tonight because, you know, he's going to Madison Square Garden and no telling how many times. He has left end going to Madison Square Garden because we don't know when LeBron's going to retire. And so I know they hated to do it. But uh, let me welcome on the homie Buck down there in Florida. Buck, what's going on? What's up, man? And uh, Buck, what's your opinion, man? Do you think what LeBron did the other day was intentional to hurt Isaiah Stewart? And also, how how would you have done the suspensions? How would you have handled them?
2: Well, personally... And I, I don't like LeBron, so I will say that up front. So that, but it does not have anything to do with what I have to say as far as this, this particular incident. To me, looking back at the video several times, to me it looked like it was intentional. Um, I don't think he really intentionally meant to bust the guy's eye open, but I, I do believe it was intentional. However, um, the suspension—I don't care if he cash cow or not. I, I really don't care. Um, but the bottom line of it is he did not get what he should have gotten. One game suspension, that's a slap in the face. That pretty much tells anybody in the NBA that's got any kind of status, that they, they can do whatever they want to do to harm another player, in my opinion. LeBron should have got five games, bottom line. Now, granted, the other guy shouldn't have gotten more time than LeBron, but I think two games was good enough for him because he did kind of storm in the back trying to look for LeBron and stuff like that. So the two-game suspension is warranted. But LeBron only getting one game, that's that's a slap in the face. And, I mean, if I've seen guys do lesser things and get suspended way more time than just, you know, this man elbowed this man, knocked part his damn eyeball, damn it looked like he was hanging out of his head. He should have got five games. And for the NBA, they only give him one. It's bullshit.
0: Okay. You know, I thought about it because, you know, we discussed this via text. And I was fine with how everything went down as far as the suspensions at first. But after I thought about it, now I do believe that you can't allow a player to just go crazy like that. Especially, especially in Detroit after the Malice in the Palace. Um, I, I think that you, you have to, you can't have that type of outburst. That was just, he did too much. He really did. But this by the same token, it really doesn't matter so much as the intent sometimes as it does the action as far as what happened. And like Ray said, had he not thrown the elbow, then none of the other stuff would have happened. So he did, he is the, the, the one who calls this. And I do think he threw the elbow intentionally. I don't think he meant to hit him in the face. Or maybe if he did, I don't think he meant to hit him in the eye. But I do think he threw it with intent. Because if you're trying to snatch your arm away from someone, you do just that. You snatch it away. But with what he did, he wasn't trying to break anything. And I'm sitting here moving my arm like people listening can see me. But, you know, if you're trying to get someone off your arm, you usually go in a downward motion and not in an outward motion, and you definitely don't ball your fist. And so I do think there was some intent to be physical with the guy, and it just kind of went bad. So did LeBron deserve more uh, more than just one game? I, I think he, he did because I think um, there was some intent. But does he deserve more than uh, Stewart? I don't know. If you give them the same amount, I probably would have been okay with it because had Stewart not just done all the extra three theatrics, then maybe I could have been okay with LeBron getting more. But once he ran around the tunnel and stuff, that's just doing too much. I mean, he already ran over some people on the court. Somebody could have been injured. He knocked down some of the older staff people who were trying to hold him back. And I mean, it could have been more injuries behind that. And so I, I think he was out of control. But if you would have given them both like three games or something, I would have been okay with it. But uh, all in all, I do think LeBron did deserve more than a game. But, okay, and by the way, uh, hopefully you all weren't recording the Lakers game tonight. I'm not going to spoil anything by telling you the score, am I, anybody?
1: No? I was actually looking for the score.
0: Okay. Well, uh, yeah, New York did win tonight, 106-100. Uh. huh. So uh, Westbrook had 31 points, 13 boards, 10 assists. He did have six turnovers, but he was 50% from the three-point line, so there's that. Anthony Davis had 20 points and six rebounds. And I don't know about y'all. I'm not an Anthony Davis fan. I think Anthony Davis is a good player, but I don't think that he's like this, you know, he's. I don't think he's the future, so to speak. I don't think that he's like a Mm – a Shaquille O'Neal or a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is going to turn your franchise around. I mean, how
1: how do y'all feel about him? I just think he's just a good player. No, he he's a great player, but he just can't win on his own. You've seen that with LeBron being out. Like they keep saying, "Well, he's better than Giannis and all that." No, no Giannis no. has more heart than what he has. A lot. More. I mean, he 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 he, he plays soft and then you know he'll toughen up and lebron come back and stuff like that so he's one of those guys that if he got somebody to lead for him he can really follow up Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like you know like six boards man a guy his size should get six boards in the first quarter you know yeah but his athleticism yeah his athleticism and everything else he should be able to do a lot more than what he's doing and yeah, I, I, I just don't think he's up to his potential. I mean, the skills are all there. It's just a matter of does he want to do it or not. He right there with Embiid and Giannis if he played up to his potential. But he got to play up to his potential. But he, so far, he hasn't. Not at all.
0: And um, I can't say I'm that big of a fan. But, um, I mean, I like watching him play, but I just don't think about him like a lot of people do. So, all right, so let's talk about some um, some football right quick and some college football, as a matter of fact. I want to talk about what happened last week in the top 25, week 12 of the NCAAs. And so Georgia rolled, you know, they played Charleston Southern, so they were going to do that. And Alabama got past Arkansas 45, 42-35, I don't know if you saw that game or not, Ray, but there were a lot of people upset at the officiating, including the commentators. Gary Danielson was was talking about how the officiating was swayed towards Alabama. Did you see any other game?
1: You see Alabama and Arkansas? Yeah. No, no, I didn't I didn't see any of the game. It was okay. so sad.
0: There I were watched, a lot of,
1: I watched the Georgia game, though.
0: There were a lot of questionable calls that people were talking about, including the commentators. Um, uh, they said Alabama got some home cooking to try to keep them what's, relevant. Was the game close? Yeah, it was a seven point game. And um, uh, oh, wow. Alabama, you know, pulled it out 42 35. But uh, Man. Arkansas, they their quarterback is from, um, uh, uh, I think he's from Batesville, Mississippi. And uh, yeah. I can't think of his name right off, but he, he's a really good quarterback. And I think his last name is Jefferson. And he he played them pretty tough, man. But Alabama was still, you know, hard to beat. And they had gotten a 24-14 lead at the half before Arkansas tried to close it down the stretch and just didn't have enough to do it. But uh the game that surprised me, and I there were some people who picked the upset, um, but I didn't think it would be this bad. And that was oh, Utah. State? I'm gonna say Utah oh. 38 and Oregon seven. I mean, Oregon's number three yeah, in the country, yeah, and all yeah, they got to do is win yeah, that's out. Terrible. But not yeah. only did they lose, they got stomped.
1: They got stomped. So. Man, some of them scores really shocked me, man. <laughs> like the yeah. Michigan State score, goodness gracious, yeah. man. They did got to
0: beat all about the face and head. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I was 49 nothing at half. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. I expected Ohio State to win. I just didn't expect them to blow them out like that. And that makes me, as a Michigan fan, that really makes me a little nervous going in the next week, because I still think Ohio State's the better team, but I was, you know, I I still expect Michigan to be competitive. I hope they're a lot more competitive than what Michigan
1: State was. Um, Man, you get beat like that. You expect Bowling Green to somebody get beat like that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so um, Clemson beat number 10, Wake Forest. So Wake Forest is going to miss out on any big bowl game. Um, Let's see. Oklahoma barely got by Iowa state, but they won by touchdown. And I guess that's about all as far as what's relevant. Um, But as far as the, the college football rankings go right now is Georgia, Ohio state, Alabama and Cincinnati is in there. Now, if, Let's see. Michigan and Notre Dame are behind Cincinnati. Now, I think they just want to give a reason. I, I think Cincinnati being in at number four, Ray, is just a facade. I, I really do. I I think that Cincinnati, if, if Michigan were to beat Ohio State, Ohio State's not dropping out the top four, I don't think. I think Michigan would go in and maybe Ohio State would drop to number four and and jump Cincinnati. I mean, Ray, do you think there's any chance that Cincinnati, if they went out, they make it in the Final Four?
1: Uh, I mean, it, it's a small chance. I mean, my brother went to Cincinnati, I, I, so I'm pulling for him. But um, I hope that uh, they get a shot, man. I think they got a good defense. I think they got a really good team. I think and, they deserve a shot. Yeah, and um, I understand that the big schools have to get in and get the preference and all that. Because they want to make the most money, but I think I think they're really they're really bringing crowd out there if they were to get in and um you know it, it, because for them not to lose a game and get all the way down to what number two or number three in the polls and then when they do the playoffs they back them all the way out to number six you know I thought that was wrong in itself but I understand the Alabama's and all that you know, Alabama would be considered a better team until they get whooped on the field. I'm in agreement with that. But yeah. I don't think that it's three other, or four other teams that should be in, three other teams should be in besides Alabama. You know, Alabama, Georgia, okay, maybe Ohio State or something like that. And but then, all right, they deserve to be in. They tried to put Michigan State in and They tried to put... You know Oregon and that. They try yeah. to put all these other schools in there. These guys keep getting whooped. And you know, I think you should get Cincinnati a chance. I think so too.
0: They can't do any worse than um uh, what Oklahoma what Notre Dame does every year. Yeah. Uh and Notre Dame gets in there and gets st- st- stumped. And all right, my well, welcome on Eminem in Mississippi. Joining the mix. What's up, M?
3: Hey what up, what up, fellas? Oh, hey, all what's right. Up,
0: We'll go ahead and get to some pro football. Uh, last Thursday night, the Patriots beat the Falcons 25 to nothing. Uh, that game was hard to watch, man. That was just uh, – yeah. Yep. Patriots. I mean, the Falcons were in the game for a little bit. Their, their defense was trying to hold up. But then um, every quarterback on the Falcons came through a pick. So, I don't know. If somebody placed a bet on that, man, they made a lot of money for every prop bet for every quarterback to throw an t- interception for the Falcons. But uh, Washington beat Carolina 27-21. And real quick, Eminem, how would you feel about um, Cam running to the 50-yard line to celebrate all our T.O. after a touchdown, man? Was that too much?
3: Well, it, it's it, it's it's too much, but I mean – Anytime a guy dressed the way he do and stuff like that, I mean, it's, it's almost like Cam being Cam and, you know, you just doing whatever to get attention or whatever, and I guess glad to be back, you know, and somewhat meaningful parole anyway for a little while, so. Um, it was pretty much, you know, shenanigans, but, uh, I mean, I, you know, I, I I've seen worse.
0: Okay. That dude was always up to something, and so Indianapolis forty-one, Buffalo fifteen, and I don't know about you all, but I didn't see any of that coming. As far as Indy, just I mean, going twenty-six points on top of Buffalo, but man, Jonathan Taylor. Everybody keeps talking about. Well, we may have to start mentioning him for the MVP. What do you mean may have to start oh, mentioning him? This guy. Yeah. Is, that's what I'm saying. He should be the MVP. He, Derrick Henry,
3: oh, yeah. without out yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, and see, and, and the thing about it, it ain't like Taylor just got good. It's just one of them unfortunate things where, kind of like where uh, Jordan Howe was in about four or five years ago, that, you know, Todd Gurley and Ezekiel was, was, you know, doing their thing so good that a lot of people didn't really know how good he was. So, mm-hmm. with well, Derrick Henry just, you know, killing, it kind of overshadowed. Plus, they're in the same division, but now, you know, unfortunate with Henry being hurt. If you know, as far as uh, highly productive backs, I mean, shoot, Taylor is where it's at. So uh, I would love to well, see
1: him. Um, you know, yeah. He, he only in his second year, so it's kind of you know. Yeah, well. but I mean, but but what I'm
3: saying, the, the, but the point I'm making though is, if Derrick Henry hadn't got hurt, I'm saying it's like, it, you know, if you if you happen to be playing when somebody else is the top dog, a lot of times when they go out there and people start noticing you, you know what I'm saying? I'm glad to see him get noticed, but it ain't like he just got good. He just, you know, he's getting more um, notoriety, in my opinion, because Henry's out. So now people can focus more on productive backs and highlights. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not that he wouldn't have did the same, but it would have been like, uh, you know, the highlights going to be on him.
0: I got you. All right, and just real quick, I got to mention as far as our picks, um, Buck, Ray, and I took New England in uh, in the first game, and Ray and I both took Washington, and Eminem was the only one who took Indianapolis. All right, so Eminem also took Philly as Philly beat the Saints 40-29, they up. The record to five and six. The Saints dropped to five and five. Almost seventy thousand people at Lincoln Financial Field watched this Eminem for a minute. The Saints tried to get back in it with twenty-two points in the fourth quarter because y'all had a big lead, um thirty-three to seven at one time, and y'all kind of fell asleep and let them cut it to eleven yeah. points. But the most surprising thing again, man, is that y'all keep running for over two hundred yards.
3: Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. It's like if like the way our defense is built, you know, we're we're not very good with our linebacking core. That's our weakness. But if we can put a team in a situation where we can just, you know, everybody can pin the ears back and just pretty much play the pass because you're playing from behind, that always works in our favor. So anytime we can control the clock, uh have a manageable lead, you know, of uh, course we did let it slip a little bit, kind of Lit the gas off a little bit, but uh, I mean that—that's a, a competitive formula for us, and not putting the game on Hurts' arm because he's not ready for that yet. So I'm—I'm I'm loving the way the um, everything is more geared on the run. But uh, uh, the biggest issue I had Sunday was, and this is a, a fellow Eagle coworker—we uh, talk pretty much every Sunday about the game going on. You know, I'm like, Jordan Howard should have started the game off. You know, know, clearly Miles Sanders still the number one and all that. But uh, Howard, when he got in and started running, had basically three first downs by himself back to back. That really changed the tone of the whole game. And that set set everything else up. So, you know, I'm loving it,
1: man. (laughs) Howard is a guy that never got the credit he deserves. Ever. I mean, this for, guy's done nothing. Yeah.
3: I, I agree.
1: But, you know, but I will say this about these Eagles, man. As crazy as it may sound, if them Eagles is on, they can play with any damn body. Oh, yeah. Because you know, uh, I, I, I tell anybody these,
3: that um, if when you look on, at most of the losses anybody. we had, the Tampa yeah. game, you know, a bogus, unsportsmanlike I, I never seen nothing that egregious, as Stephen A. would say. Uh, that kind of shifted some stuff. Uh, the, 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 the Really, the only game that really was just a blowout, the like we just was out of our wits, was the game against Dallas. Outside of that, most of the losses was like, you know, some some, some quirks here and there. So we really don't – that's what I was telling people. Even we, before we started getting on a little win streak, the thing was, we're not losing like Detroit and the Jets and teams like that. We just gotta had to do what we're doing now: run the ball. You know, we couldn't just sit back and chunk it fifty times. You know, that ain't that ain't us.
0: Yeah, not, I, not I yet. Think anyway, I I know they've been needing to run the ball for like ten years now. So the fact that they're finally doing, oh yeah, Q, it, you remember when I, I saw always so-
3: said even when restwood was there, it's like yeah, yeah. You know, he's like he don't get enough
0: touches. The fact you that know. they're doing it now and having such success um, is really paying off for them. So uh, I hate to see it personally, but it, it's if I, from from a football perspective, it's definitely working. So, but all right, you and Buck and and, and Ray all picked the the Eagles, and so we have Houston twenty two, the Titans thirteen. Can anyone explain, Buck, you, you whipped us, Buck? Yes, I'm here. All right, can anyone explain how the Titans can beat all these playoff teams from last year, but they can't beat these teams picking top three in the draft? Um, It's just,
2: I mean, that seems like just the whole AFC. I mean, it's just it's any given Sunday, and a lot of people just don't realize and understand that when you have teams, some sometimes you just go in there, and you think you can automatically win a win a football game. And that's just not the case. Um my earpiece just fell down for some unknown reason. But anyway, um, that's I think I think that's what the Titans have done. They they plus, you know, they do have a they do have a lot of injuries. You know, they don't have Derrick Henry, so they're not as potent as they normally would be. But the main thing is I just think they're going in overconfident. And they're going like, Oh, we got this team, they ain't gonna beat us. You know, they don't have Deshaun Watson and all, you know, yada yada yada, you know, no JJ White, you know, you know, no D Hop. I mean, they just think they can walk in there and just do whatever. But division teams, you throw the records out the window. Anything can happen. And it did. Yeah, it definitely did.
0: And all of us mm-hmm. took Tennessee. And um, <laughs> if, if, if you want to be
3: elite, you you got to learn how to beat the team you're supposed to beat. If you yeah. want to have
1: a deep run, <laughs> it Absolutely. Seems like everybody having trouble with that this year. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's
1: a lot, and which is why some upsets.
0: I don't make that big of a deal. Like these these folks always want to have their little power rankings, and then be like, "Oh, well, is this team number one right now? Did this team prove?" Man, that stuff don't matter. I mean, it's week to week. At some point, you hope by the end of the season, teams you know will show some consistency. But, uh, I mean, these things just go on, man. So, all right. Uh, Miami 24, the Jets 17. Joe Flacco didn't get the W, threw for 291 yards, but the Jets still lost. They're going back to, to Zach Wilson next week. I think Flacco and Mike White are on the COVID list, I think. Uh, Minnesota 34. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Um, As far as the Jets and Miami, all of us took Miami in that game. And Minnesota 34, Green Bay 31. It was a good game. I don't know if you all saw it. I think the the biggest one of the biggest plays of the game is that Dalvin Cook had a chance to score down the stretch, and instead, when the game was tied at 31, and instead, he went down like on the three yard line, um, and didn't score. And they ran the clock out to make sure that Aaron Rodgers didn't touch the ball again. Did y'all, y'all check that out.
2: No, I didn't, I didn't yeah. see that game, I didn't know that. Happened. Uh, I, I saw that particular play, I thought that was kind of peculiar, but. You know, things happen. It was, and it was I a think, smart you know, thing
0: to do because, you know, Aaron Rodgers yep. has come back and beat teams too many times. And I want to say it was about 50-something seconds left in the game. And Aaron Rodgers had already thrown for like 385 yards. So he had a chance to score, but um, he didn't put his shoulder down and go in. He just kind of just curled up and went down. And they ran the clock down to three seconds and kicked the field goal to win the game. And So I thought it was a pretty smart thing to do. Uh, make sure he yeah, doesn't have a game. Don't miss.
3: missing extra points and stuff. I be it, it's smart, but I don't know, man. It's like it's it's been a lot of chip shots missed this year, so
0: yeah. But I you're mean, still you taking know, a chance either way it goes. If you miss, you going to overtime, Boy. so you still ain't lost. But uh, yeah, this way you know Aaron Rodgers never sees the field again until he comes over to shake hands.
2: Mm, exactly. Yeah. That's the best way to keep his behind off the field too.
0: All right. So I was the only person who took Minnesota in that game. And we got the 49ers 30 and the Jacksonville Jaguars 10. Uh, I don't know. I thought Jacksonville would play harder. I really did. Eminem did take Jacksonville. Uh, everybody else took San Francisco, but, um, I expected Jacksonville to be a little bit more competitive. Maybe that's what you were thinking too, Eminem, that they may be have enough to do something. Yeah, but Yeah, uh,
3: I, I thought uh, – uh, I mean, it's not that I had that much confidence in them, but they did beat Buffalo. So I'm like, did Jacksonville improve that week or Buffalo just going backwards? So I don't know.
0: Yeah. But all right. And let's see. Cleveland 13, Detroit 10. And all of us took Cleveland except for Buck. And, yeah, I got to be honest with you. I thought Cleveland was going to lose this game. And so, I mean, Baker Mayfield has been hurt, true enough. But, I mean, there's no more Odell Beckham to uh, use as a scapegoat. Or, I I mean, what do you think? Because you got – I mean, Nick Chubb is that dude, all right? I mean, they should be riding him. Do you all? This is for whoever wants to answer. Do you all believe in Baker Mayfield?
2: No, no,
3: I don't. I don't. Wow, that was fast. I don't. I, I never. Uh,
2: <laughs> my, I mean, he's he's a he's he's good for commercials. He's good. Commercials. He's good to sell jerseys. <laughs> I mean, he he sells jerseys, but as far as him being being the man, I mean, he he he's just not. I mean, I just don't see him. They actually did better. With the one they got rid of, they had so many problems with than they are with Baker Mayfield. So,
0: and but I mean, 176 yards against the, the Lions, and don't get me wrong, the Lions can play tough. I mean, DeAndre Swift went yeah. off 136 yards rushing yeah. and they play tough, but I mean, if you're yeah. a team like the, the Browns coming off a playoff year. And have all these big expectations. Shouldn't you beat the Lions by more than 10 points? I mean by three oh, points. And shouldn't you score course. more than 13? Yeah. But Q
3: and uh so you you guys might know this stat too. I can't remember the exact stat, but it was something about um, I might be wrong. I, I think it was something about may it have been your. it might have been passes over 20. Years. It was it was some type of semi-meaningful stat. That was broke down, but anyway, Baker Mayfield was like thirtieth though. It was way low, and I was like, "Wow, man! You you know, when you're the leader of the team like that, and you know, I, I can't remember what stat it was, but anyway, that has to be high if you're gonna be a um, NFL quarterback, unless you got something else to add to it.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah. But um they need to figure that out because. If they're struggling with them, they're not going. They're not going. They're not going to fare very well going forward. But um, Baltimore sixteen, Chicago thirteen, and Lamar Jackson didn't play. Does anyone know what's wrong with him? I mean, I I heard it's not COVID. He just had an illness or something. Know yeah, what's but going? I, uh, I'm not sure what it
3: was. But I, from what I hear, a couple more people had. I don't know if it was some kind of virus oh, okay. or whatever.
0: Lord, yeah. I hope he ain't got mono like, uh, who is that, Zach Wilson? They no, have no, mono? Sam Darnold. The Sam Darnold, yeah, that's right. But uh, all of us took Baltimore in that game. But uh, we almost all lost, too, because. Yeah. Uh, now, did Fields get hurt? hurt?
3: I didn't see that game. Who? Didn't something
1: happen to Fields? Yeah, he got a rib injury.
0: Yeah, but they okay. say he might play. Thursday, nah, he's he ruled out. Oh, he did, he's ruled out. Yeah. Okay, all right, right. So, Raven the devil's play. gonna be playing on Thursday, yeah. All right, but um, okay, so let's see. Cincinnati 32, Las Vegas 13. The Bengals up their record to six and four. The Raiders fall to five and five. Um, this was at Allegiant Stadium. And, Ray, everything seemed like it was going halfway decent. But then in that fourth quarter, man, they just really kind of ran off from you. Uh, Y'all had cut the game to 16-13 to with 11 minutes left in the fourth quarter. And then that was it. From there, they ran off 16 more points. And I I guess with Vegas right now, I mean, the run game is kind of stagnant. With offense, period, it's kind of stagnant. David Carr only threw for 215 yards. You had – Derek Carr, you had 278 yards total, uh, two turnovers and seven penalties, plus you lost the time of possession about about 15 minutes. So w- what do you think is going on with the offense
1: right now? Oh, man, I just think the, the whole team is just, just playing bad. It's the third straight loss. And, you know, at, at some point, Derek Carr got to take some responsibility for this. I don't believe that you know you see all the numbers or you second and passing and all this other kind of stuff but to me he does not use Waller like he's supposed to he used them better this game than he had the last five or six games but he don't use them like he's supposed to he don't use uh Zay Jones like he's supposed to we haven't used John Jackson yet we hadn't used uh Brian Edwards I mean I don't I just don't understand it I mean we have good pieces, but we just don't use it. We don't play up to our potential. We don't, uh, we just come out in games flat. And I know a lot has happened this year, but guys got to be professional. And to me, too, too many dumb penalties, guys hitting the quarterback and stuff when he's not supposed to be hitting them, you know, um, I just, uh, I don't know. I'll be honest. I think the season is shot because we got Dallas, then we got Kansas City. I think again or something like that. And if you had won the games you're supposed to win, and then you lose some tough games, then you can still have some respect. That's why New England's mm-hmm. getting respect right now because so they they win the games they're supposed to win, and then you lose some Dallas and some Tampa bays and all that. Everybody can kind of respect it. But if you're losing games and getting beat at home, we are five and nine at home since we opened the stadium at home, you know, and I don't, you know, I, we start off good. Last year we were six and three, and then we folded down the stretch. This year we're doing the same thing. Year before last we're doing the same thing. So I think that um, I think we should start Mariota, tell you the truth.
0: Hmm. Okay. And Derek Carr was 19 for 27, 215 yards, a touchdown interception, sacked twice, and a fumble loss. Um, Josh Jacobs only had nine carries for 37 yards. Waller, like you mentioned, had a good game, seven catches, 116 yards. But um, no other receiver had more than a catch. Well, Hunter Renfro had four catches for 30. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it just seemed like there's, there's something going on. I mean, it's not like Cincinnati had a great offensive game. Now, Joe Mixon ran for 123 Mm -hmm. yards, but Joe Burroughs, even though he threw 29 passes, only had 148 yards. Uh, And the
1: thing is, it's going to be real interesting to see what kind of contracts they come up with this year. Derek Carr and Baker Mayfield both. I mean, if, if it's me, I'm not giving them guys a dime over $35 million a season. Not dying mm-hmm. over that. I'm, I'm more like in that $32 million range. But with me, I'm not going over that. Yeah, going to be some tough decisions for somebody at the end of the year.
0: And uh, I was the only person who took Cincinnati and that one. And so we have the Cardinals 23 Seahawks 13, Colt McCoy threw for 328 yards. Are the Seahawks done, and is Pete Carroll done?
2: No, I don't think so. Um, I don't think Pete Carroll's done. As far as, you know, the uh, quarterback, I, I think he might not be in Seattle anymore. I mean, the entire time he's been um he's been there he really has not had the, the, the protection that he really needs to be successful. I mean, in, if anything, he, he's getting his ass beat week in, week out. Um, he's constantly injured. Um, they never draft any Harley offense and offensive lineman that he is. And he's, you know, Russell Wilson's running for a damn life. And it's just, I mean, he's playing, he's not 100%. I mean, he's got other injuries other than his finger. They got to learn to protect this guy so they can get, they can get value out of him. You give him this big contract and you, you don't, you got, you know, they're all professional guys. Don't get me wrong. But these guys just are not equipped to protect him. And they're, they're, I mean, they're like second or third string guys, mainly third stringers. And that's why their offensive, that's why their running game is poor. Um, you got two great receivers, but you know, DJ Metcalf, He's a good receiver, but it don't take much to get this joker pissed off. And you all you got to do is just talk crap to him and, and bust him around a little bit. He's done. So you only you really only got one receiver that you can really throw to. Um, you know, it was funny. I saw a meme on on uh, Instagram that he's got more different hair colors than he does touchdowns this season. And that's true. <laughs> so the bottom line of it is, you know, first of all, you need to study your craft a little bit more, and not let these guys get in your head that much. And secondly, I mean, you don't have—I mean, here recently, you, the only thing you've really done good is chase somebody down after the ball was intercepted, or fumble. So, you better—you better get on. You know, some of these guys need to look in the mirror. And um, you know, if they look in the mirror and see how bad they really are, maybe they—you know—they can kind of reverse that. To help out Wilson and you know try to play to your strengths. So therefore Wilson won't look so bad.
0: And they're struggling right now, man. I don't know what they're going to do. But uh they are definitely struggling right now. And I don't think Russell Wilson's ever had a losing season before, but uh it's about to happen. I believe it's about to happen. And let's see, all of us took Arizona in this game except for Eminem. And um so I'm adding up these standings as we go along. All right, and let's see. We have Kansas City 19, Dallas nine. Kansas City upset record to seven and four, playing in front of 73,000 at Arrowhead Stadium. Cowboys dropped to seven and three. And yeah, I got to be honest with you. If you would have told me that. Kansas City will only score 19 points, I would say that Dallas wins. But the offense, you know, at the beginning of the year, the biggest concern was the Cowboys defense because the defense had been playing poorly. And don't get me wrong, Kansas City is still not Kansas City yet on offense. They're still kind of finding their way through. But the Dallas defense, to me, has not been the outside of the Tampa Bay game. Um, to me, the Dallas defense has not been the reason that they've lost those other two games. Um, I mean, yeah, Denver did score 30 points on Dallas, but it was also because of the short field um, that was given to Denver a couple of times and then just the defense being on the field so much from the offense not being able to move and they got worn down. And in this game, I thought that the defense played well when they had to. Um, They weren't great at the beginning of the game as far as Kansas City picking up third downs. But Kansas City finished 4-for-12 on third downs. But the offense is just not getting it. They're not running the ball. They only ran the ball 16 times. And Dak was missing throws. Receivers are dropping throws. And the main concern is the offensive line without Tyron Smith out there and you move Terrence Steele from right tackle to left tackle. Man, he's like a bullfighter, man. He's just like, ole, on their way to the quarterback. That dude cannot play on the left side for some reason. He was was on his way to the pro bowl on the right side, but the left side has really been trouble for him. So I'm very concerned about that because I'm thinking already, all right, the offensive line is where you got to go in the draft next year. I don't care what position you pick. You got to get somebody in the first round the offensive line. But as far as Dak is concerned, this is the second time we've seen him struggle, so to speak. And I know you got to have some protection. But by the same token, if you're getting as much money as Dak, you are expected expected to kind of find a way, so to speak. And and then the throws that you do have have opportunities to make, you got to make sure they're on the money. So how do you all feel about, the way Dak is playing right now, because he seems to be a little inconsistent out of these these last few weeks. That's for anybody who wants to
2: answer. Well, I mean, I think Dak has done a lot this season. Um, but you know, when you got receivers dropping passes, um, you know, that, that doesn't look good. He's missed some throws. Um, Plus, he's been injured during the season, too. So, if by this point in the season, I don't think most people are not really healthy in the first place. So, that has to play into it to a certain degree. But Dallas has one main problem. And their main problem is they don't run the ball enough. I mean, you got you got some quality backs out there. I mean, Zeke is not... I don't think Zeke is what he used to be. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a firm believer in that. I mean, I think he's really used up. But... He still is effective. So, I mean, with the with Pollard and, and Zeke together, I think both of those guys, if they run the ball a little bit more, I think I think Dallas's offense will be more balanced. And I'm not saying that you can't depend on Dak's arm because I think he's proven enough at this stage of his career that he can get it done in the pinch. But this man's coming off a major injury. Um, he's been injured some during the season and missed some time. So you really need to protect your franchise. And in order to protect your franchise, you got to run the football. Um, and Dallas is just not doing that enough. Uh, maybe they need to get Jason Garrett back since he got fired from the Giants.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nah, we're going to leave Jason Garrett. Yeah. I agree with
3: both. But, uh, but I, I think the the the, the – the, the, the Dallas team that I hate facing is a Dallas team that, that understand that they got a premier player from Ohio State about four or five years ago. And you got to give a horse, to, to, you know, you, you got a, a workhorse. is called a workhorse for a reason. Guys like that don't – you're not going to get the best out of them giving them to them in spells. You got to get them, get them uh, old school work here lathered it up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, you got to touch that rock by 21 times. I agree. And, you know, um, of course, Pollard is a, is a real good finisher, but a lot of people uh, see Pollard come in and get some big yards, and they be like, oh, they don't need uh, Zeke no more. It's like, no, 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 no. Use Zeke. You can get more out of him, and that seems to get Dak rolling. Um, but coming off injury, uh, you know, some drops, some misses, and all that stuff, but a lot of that is just from time and the rhythm of the offense, if you look at the, the you look at the games where everybody thought Dallas was getting ready to pop it back into the 94 95 type Dallas teams, well one, one common denominator was Ezekiel had at least 20 to 25 touches mm-hmm. in all of them games. I might be wrong, Q, but I, I don't know if I have seen a game yet where y'all look like y'all dominated where Zeke wasn't a factor at all or pop. Yeah. but definitely Zeke.
0: I agree. I agree. They gotta kind of take a um, a page out of Philly's book. As crazy as that sounds,
3: <laughs> how about that? <laughs>
0: I know, right? All right. So Sunday night, at Chargers forty-one, Steelers thirty-seven. Chargers go to six and four. Steelers drop to five, four and one. Seventy thousand people at SoFi Stadium. Check this game out, which produced 41 points in the fourth quarter I mean, very explosive fourth quarter and buck it looked like y'all were going to come back and pull this off man but defense let you down with two minutes and nine seconds when justin herbert hit mike williams on the sideline for 53 yards for the go-ahead touchdown
2: yeah i mean we went into this game really just this undermanned i mean we, we've gotten massive injuries um Throughout the defense, I mean, our defense, the defense we had on the field Sunday night, uh, other, with the exception of Hayward and Sutton, I mean, that's the that's the most experience that we had, you know. Yeah, Devin Bush is out there, but he's only been there for th- two or three seasons. Schobert's been there, you know, he's new to the team. He's been in been in the NFL a while, but he's just getting his feet up under him. But our whole secondary was all rookies, um, or second year, you know, first or second year players. Um, so I mean, defensive line. I think we're on our third string now on defensive line outside of outside of Hayward. It, it, the injuries just keep hitting. But um, for us to even be in this game against the Chargers, because we weren't in the game going into the fourth quarter. Uh, big Ben kind of get got his rhythm, and you know we had we got some big we got some splash plays, special teams block, block yeah, the he punt. Was bowling yeah. in that um, fourth
1: quarter, man. Yeah. They yeah, and then you know,
2: Hayward, 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 Hayward making plays, man. I mean, that man ran downfield and caught a guy. He's knocking the ball up in the air. I mean, if we just have a just, you know, one, all we needed was one more defensive play and we could have sealed the deal. But we have n- we have yet to play a complete game this season, uh regardless yeah. to injury. Um we hadn't played a complete game yet And, um, you know, if we can just get healthy, I think we'll be okay um i don't know if we're going to be though i mean it's just we got way too many guys on the ir at this point and that we're getting ready to hit some some heavy games coming up but you know we'll see what we can do but um just for us to put up as many points as we put up against the chargers that was encouraging um we'll see what we see what we can do but i was i was impressed with the guys if there was anything i could take away from this game um you know, I, I was actually really happy with the effort because it just didn't look good for three quarters, and then they just turned it on. I think we, we're we one of those teams where I think we can play with anybody. We just got to play 60 minutes. And if we can just play 60 minutes from start to finish, I think you'll see some way better results than what, what we've, you know, we've put out so far this year. But hey, we'll see Buck. how it goes, see if we can get healthy. Hey,
3: hey, okay. hey, Buck. Don't don't feel bad, cause usually if the opposing quarterback rush for ninety yards, ain't too many teams gonna beat a team doing that. I mean that was just a night, so uh, I I watched pretty much all of that game, and uh like I say. Justin Herbert, man, I I'm finding a whole new respect for him. I mean, I always respected him, but man, Joker, man.
2: Oh, he did. he balled you,
3: out. I mean, if Herbert, was a him, good if quarterback. you play him man. weak and, and get extra deep in your zones. He's like, okay, shh. Hey, I'm not Dan Marino. I'm the I'm like, man, my my wheels can move. So he, you know, he did what he had to do.
2: <laughs> yeah, he put he balled out. Yeah. I mean, I, I was I mean, I knew the boy could play, and that you know, and I think the game. <clears throat> The game plan for the most part actually was pretty decent. It's just that we didn't make enough plays when they counted the most. And, you know, I think it's something we can learn from this in <clears throat> this game, especially from the offensive side. We can put up more points than what we've been putting up all season. But our defense, I mean, we're going to have to outscore people if we don't get some health soon. So well, we made some roster moves today. We'll see what happens.
0: Y'all gave up. Um, you didn't turn over the ball, so that was good. But you gave up 533 total yards. Um, the Chargers had 159 yeah. yards rushing, 382 yards passing. The Steelers only had 55 yards rushing. Um, Nigel Harris was 12 for 39, and uh, he did have a touchdown. So, uh, yeah, definitely a lot of things to, to figure out on the Steelers' side of things. But um, they, they made a nice little comeback. It was just a little too, le- little, too little too late. And let's see, all of us took the charges in that game except for Buck. Uh, I had the Chargers by two touchdowns. Eminem had the charges by 21. Ray had the charges by 7. Um, and they won by 3. So, alright. And we all took Tampa Bay in the last game. And there's really not anything to discuss about that Tampa Bay game. And um, it was 30-10 to 10, and I, I got into bed in the fourth right when the fourth quarter started. I had seen enough. I mean, the game kind of put me asleep by the third quarter on the couch. So I just went and got into bed. Jason Garrett got relieved of his duties today. Uh, I mean, I, I get it. Jason Garrett is just he's just vanilla, man. I mean, it just what he wants to do just doesn't work any anymore. Um, or I don't know, maybe it never did work. I'm not sure, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen to him as far as the NFL is concerned. Could he probably oh, get a job? Cowboys. At... No, I don't want him. <laughs> no, I don't want him on the staff. So if anybody say they see his car in the parking lot, man, I'd say call security. Because <laughs> I waited. Man, I found a, a Facebook post, I want to say from 2014, a memory where it says Jason Garrett, or maybe it was 2015 or six, I don't remember, but it's like Jason Garrett has got to go. And, uh, yeah, I think it was 2014 maybe, and they hung on to that dude way too long. And uh, the Giants are smart enough not to do that. So, all right, let's get into these um, games coming up. And we have three on Thursday, and we'll start off with Chicago at Detroit. And, Ray, I'll go with you, man. Uh, Chicago at Detroit.
1: Oh, man. I'm, I'm going to have to take uh, Chicago. After Detroit ain't win this week, I'm going to take Chicago.
0: Okay. And, Eminem, who you got?
3: And after Detroit, uh, played Pittsburgh and uh, Cleveland Tough, I'm going to take Detroit.
2: Okay. But – Taking the Bears.
0: The Bears. And I don't know. Andy Dalton, they said Jared Goff may play. Um, it's seemed like this would be the game that Detroit will win, but then again, they're Detroit, so I'll go with Chicago.
2: <laughs>
0: All right, Ray, the Vegas Raiders at the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, man, I'm taking Dallas.
1: Mm, why is that? Because I think Dallas played like shit last week. And they in prime time. And they used to playing on Thanksgiving. And we've been playing like a bunch of turkeys.
0: <laughs> All right. And uh, I'm going with Dallas as well. But, man, this game, I'm going to tell you why it bothers me, though, right? Because the Raiders' strength are those defensive ends. And right now, Dallas is hurting at tackle. Now, if Tyron Smith plays, I think we can be okay. If he doesn't yeah. play, man, I think Dak's
1: going to be under a lot of pressure come Thursday. Yeah. But the thing about it is we can get to the quarterback all we want, but if you're hitting him in the head, hitting him around the throat, horse collar, <laughs> all this kind of stuff, I mean, man, you know what I mean? sacks and stuff got called back. Mm. I mean, it's
2: That's not a professional
1: thing to do. You know, sooner or later you should say, Hey, it's enough of this shit, man. We gotta ease up on the quarterback when he does not have the football. Mm. All
0: right. Buckle, you got it. Raiders at the Cowboys.
2: Well, I got the Dallas Cow- I got the Dallas Cowboys. I-, I have no confidence in Derek Carr at all. Um, it's more than just the defense with the Raiders, it's Derek Carr. He don't deserve a contract next season. He needs to go somewhere else, start Mariota. And until that happens, I can't put much faith in the Raiders. So I, I have to go with the Cowboys on this.
0: All right. Eminem, how much you got the Raiders
2: winning by?
3: Oh, man, I got the Raiders by, by 10 because I think they, redis- they rediscover, uh <laughs> Jacoby Jones and, and Kenyon Drake and Waller. Uh that's a super talent and and, and stop trying to win making Derek Carr one of these, you know, consistent top tier quarterbacks. I mean, he got some bright spots, but when, when to me, Vegas is at their best when, when they pounding you with with Jones switching it up with Drake and then catching you off guard with Waller. So I think they kind of rediscover that maybe not on purpose, but I, I think they're going to kind of take, take it out of car hands, and that's going to spell trouble for
0: Dallas. All right. And Thursday night game, this is a tough one for me, Buffalo at New Orleans. And um, I, I'm going with Buffalo, but uh, Eminem, who are you, who you going with?
3: All right. The game is in New Orleans? Yep. Man. Man, man, I don't want to uh, feel that the Saints can beat Buffalo, but, man, Buffalo is just – I don't know. I don't know what category to put them in now. Uh, they got all the pieces, uh, and when the season started, it looked like they was going to be a shoe-in for the top seed in the AFC. But uh, I don't know, man. I, I think the Saints might s- slip one on them. I'm going I'm to take New Orleans okay. if, if they don't hit Simeon. If they hit Simeon, it's over with but – if they if they don't hit him, you know he can uh, he can be pretty effective.
1: All right, Ray, who you got? Buffalo at New Orleans. Oh man, and without James Winston, I'm gonna have to take Bills. Okay. But
2: man, this is a really tough. This is a really tough decision here. But the Saints playing at home, I'm going with the Saints. All right, and yeah, the,
3: the the Bills losing to Jacksonville just kind of, kind of put a, uh, a little thought in everybody's head. <laughs> like, well, whoa, yep, <laughs> big time. No
0: doubt. All right, uh, but Pittsburgh at Cincinnati Sunday.
2: They beat us at home. We're gonna beat them at home. We're taking Pittsburgh.
0: Okay. And Eminem.
3: Oh man, uh Cincinnati, if they stay with Mixon, they'll be okay, but I don't think they will. Um uh, they uh, they play kind of inconsistent. They 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 win, then they'll lose. So I'm gonna take Pittsburgh on this one. All
1: right. Ray. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go with the Steelers with this one.
0: Okay. Um I'm going with Cincinnati. I, I think that uh The Steelers are going to let Burroughs throw that thing around a little bit, and he's going to take advantage of that backfield. So I'm going to go with Cincinnati in this one at home. All right. We got the – oh, man, game of the week. Ray, I'm going to let you start off with this, man. You ought to be excited for this one. The Jets at the Houston Texans.
1: Oh, man. They got old Tyrod. I'm going with the (laughs) Texans. All right. And I like the Texans too. And Eminem, who you
0: got? Oh man, give me Tyrod. Okay.
1: Mr.
3: Long Buck. himself. <laughs>
0: they tried to kill that man in, in, the, in San Diego or Los Angeles. Buck,
2: who you got? Man, man, make sure that you get your Christmas shop at none this weekend. You don't want to really see this game. But I'm going with Houston, Texas.
0: Okay. And, Buck, what about Carolina at Miami? Carolina. Okay.
1: Ray? Oh, man. Well, they got CMC, so I'm going to go with Carolina.
0: All right. And m It's going to be in Miami? Yeah.
3: Oh. Whew. Uh, give me Miami on this one.
0: Okay. And Eminem, I'm rocking with you too. I think I'm going to take Miami to pull this one off. I don't feel good about it, but I'm going to take them uh, being at home. And I'm also going to take the Patriots at home against Tennessee because um, Tennessee hasn't shown me anything in a few weeks. But, uh, Ray, who you got? Tennessee at New England.
1: Well, I'm taking New
0: England. Okay, and but New England, M and M, Tennessee, I Tennessee, I, I
3: still, I'm I'm still gonna have a little confidence left in them, but if they blow this one, then everything they did is for naught.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, and. Let's see. This is an interesting one, and I'm going to pick first, and this is a tough one. Um, but it's Tampa Bay at Indianapolis. Indy is playing at home. Jonathan Taylor runs the ball well, but Tampa Bay's defensive line is so stout. This is a tough one. Uh, I'm going I'm to take Tampa Bay in this one. I may regret it, but Buck, who you got? Tampa Bay and Indianapolis.
2: Man, I don't, I don't know what you see in Tampa Bay's defense because Tampa, their defensive line may be stout, but they old and, and old and slow, and they're gonna be very tired. I, I'm going with Indianapolis, and and uh, they're gonna they're gonna beat the hell out of Tampa.
1: Okay, right? Yeah, I'm gonna take Indianapolis too. Eminem.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna take Indy. Uh, I wasn't impressed at all. Uh, looking at Tampa versus the Giants, it's just Daniel the Jones just sucked, bad. uh
1: the, Ooh, the Giants bad.
3: just a bad team. You know, that just uh Tampa should have annihilated that team if this was the same Tampa from last year. But they weren't playing like that uh uh what it was Monday. I can't remember what day they played. They yeah. they didn't look they won the game, but it didn't it didn't look impressive at all.
0: Yeah, the decision on whether to keep Daniel Jones or not, boy, he made that decision easy the way he played. If you ask me, he was just yeah. Man, was
3: did y'all see that pass to the the interception to the defense <laughs> with the line tackle? I was like, yeah, man, that's crazy. I thought he was throwing. I'm saying him. like he didn't get hit or nothing. It was just like
0: I don't know. And I mean, the closest receiver, I mean, the, the closest person there was the offensive lineman. You know, he went offensive line. The offensive that's lineman. what I'm saying. It's
3: like, and, and the receiver and the was it, like
0: ten yards away.
3: Exactly. Right. So when lights like getting hit in the back, the, and general, the ball popped out.
2: <laughs> the general manager <laughs> to pick Daniel Jones to be a quarterback. First of all, this Joker had a losing record when he played in Duke or wherever the hell he played. The kid may be smart, but he's not. He's not NFL quarterback material. Not even a backup. So at this point, if you hadn't fi- already fired the piss poor ass general manager that made this pick, he should have been fired. To- after last last night's game. The Giants were well, disappointed from me as far as Michael. I will say I will say oh, man. this I'll take your way, man.
0: I will say this to play devil's advocate to um for him is that he never should have been been put in the position that he was in to begin with, to where they wanted to run Eli out of town and just force him to be the starter. I think he's one of those guys that should have sat on the bench for a while and they could have figured out if he could play or not. So I think they kinda of threw him man, in the this motherfucker. And then with the, the piss poor offensive line and uh, Saquon being hurt every other week, I, I, I don't think how. And don't get me wrong, he makes some bad decisions. I ain't saying that he's good. I'm just saying I don't think that he should have been put in that position to be the guy so soon. I, I think he, he needed
2: some seasoning. Uh, I agree with you to a certain degree. But when you already don't have an offensive line, this is and You got to look at some. At some point, you got to look at the record that he had in college. He was garbage in college. So if you garbage in college, you probably gonna be garbage in the pros.
0: Hey, even Detroit's, if he sat
2: down on the bench for two weeks. Detroit's quarterback,
0: so, uh, the guy that played Sunday, I think he had uh, ten touchdowns in college and thirteen interceptions. I'm trying to figure out how he even so, got on I the mean, NFL roster. Yeah, somebody yeah, playing so, golf for somebody. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, I, I just at this point, if he's not, if he, if the general manager not run out of, not run out of New York like before the end season, and Danny Dimes or Danny Nichols, at this point, is still on that football team. Danny Pinnis. All right, hey,
3: yeah. just, just that Patriot Way man with Judge. He bringing that Patriot Way.
0: Okay. I don't know if he bring the Patriot Way or not, but.
2: <laughs> All right. Um, way. I,
0: I like I like Jacksonville over Atlanta. Jacksonville is playing Atlanta at home. Um uh, Eminem, what do you think? Jacksonville um is at home against Atlanta.
3: Oh boy. Uh see Atlanta done suck two weeks in a row. Give me Atlanta.
1: Okay. Ray. Uh, I'm gonna take Jacksonville.
0: All right, but
1: I'm gonna
2: take Atlanta. Okay, but I really don't give a shit about this game either. <laughs>
0: Eminem, how Eminem, how much are you picking?
3: real bad with how
0: much are you picking the the Eagles to beat the Giants by?
3: Oh man, a, a division four with a uh, with a, a a quarterback that's losing his nickname. Shit, man, mm. give me the Eagles by 20. <laughs> no, All make right. that 21. Make that by 21.
0: <laughs> All right. I'm going with the Eagles in this one as well. Ray, who you got? Oh, man, I'm taking
1: Philadelphia. Okay. But.
2: No, I'm taking the Eagles on 21. Over oh, to make make and that I'm trying to steal my s- 21 pick.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Uh, but we got the Chargers at the Denver Broncos.
2: Chargers in like 35.
1: All right. Ray? I'm going to take – uh you say Chargers in who?
0: At the Broncos.
1: Oh, I'm taking the Chargers, man.
3: Eminem? Oh, man, this is a tough one. Uh, any of them AFC West games can be real funny. Um uh, they beat y'all, we beat them. They had a bye. Well, I'll tell you what, give me the charges, man. Because I, you know, I love the running game. So like I say, if if Herbert can rush for 45 yards, I know I don't think he's gonna get nine. If he can rush for 45, them ain't gonna have a chance.
0: <laughs> okay. And Minnesota at San Francisco, I'm still riding with Minnesota. Buck, who you got? Minnesota at San Francisco.
2: Man, Minnesota with Green Bay last week. I'm damn sure riding with them this week.
0: All right. And Eminem?
3: I, I think San Francisco took a turn for the better, man. Give me Cisco. All
1: right. Ray? Right. Oh, man. San Francisco's been playing well. I'm going to take Minnesota.
0: Okay. And, Ray, I'll stick with you. Sunday night football, the Rams at the Packers. Give me a winner and a score, Rams and
1: Packers. Packers 37, uh, Rams 31. 37, 31.
0: Eminem? The the Rams are at the Packers?
1: Yep.
3: Damn. What's the temperature going to be? I have no idea. Okay. Well, well no this a idea, hard. It's going it's going to be cold, no way I'm, sure. picking against, I'm there's no way I'm picking against Green Bay if it's snowing, but the Rams have to win now. They have to win. And uh I had Todd McVeigh as being my coach of the year and all that stuff, so give me the give me the Rams, in a in a look up win. What's the score? What's the score on this one? Um Rams 31, Green Bay 27.
0: Rams 31, Green Bay 27. All right. Bucks, who you got?
2: Taking the Packers. Uh, Rams can't win in the cold. Um, especially, you know, this, it's going to be cold up there. I think it's going to be in the 20s or 30s for that night game. And, you know, it's, it's going to be live up there in Green Bay. So, uh, I'm going to take the Packers.
0: 37-24. All right. Uh, I'm kind of with m I think the Rams are desperate. I'm going to take the Rams 28-27. And I just realized that's, I don't think that is the Sunday night game. Actually, I think the Sunday night game is Cleveland at Baltimore. But, uh, Ray, Cleveland at Baltimore.
1: Right.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take Baltimore. All right, I'm taking
2: Baltimore too. But as much as I hate to, I'm gonna take Baltimore.
0: Okay, Eminem.
3: Man, the way Cleveland is spiraling, uh, give give me Baltimore even with the backup.
0: Okay. And Monday Night Football, Seattle at Washington. Eminem, who you got?
3: Oh man, I'm trying to think. I'm 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 trying to keep a level head on this pick, but I I don't see Seattle losing. What this will be four straight with Wilson back. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah give me Seattle.
1: Three. Uh, okay. All right, right. I'm gonna take the Redskins. All right,
0: team formerly known as the Redskins, but
2: man, this is a hard pick. But uh, I think Russell Wilson going gonna shine under the lights. So I, I got to go. I got to go with Seattle on this
0: one. Okay, Seattle has a surprisingly good record on the East Coast. So um I'll take Seattle, but man, plus they're desperate, but Washington, Washington can beat them. They're capable. But uh, all right. So as far as the standings go, um, I'm 108, 56, and one. Ray is 164 and one, Buck is 96 and 68 and one, and Eminem is 9470 and one. So, I think we're all still rolling in a pretty good clip, despite the fact yep. that um, we got a pick so early in the week. As far as last week, um, I, was, I was 12 and 3, Ray was 11 and 4, Buck and Eminem were tied at 8 and 7. And so, all right, um, let's see. What else we got before we shut it down? I guess we'll do the Who Am I's and we'll call it a night. So y'all ready? let it go! I got to defend All my right. title. <laughs> All right, I am a six foot three, two hundred and two pound wide receiver, fifty five years old, drafted in the fourth round in nineteen eighty seven NFL supplemental draft out of Ohio State by the Philadelphia Eagles. Who am I? Chris Carter. Yep. Graduate gradual or Gradual, I don't know, Christopher Darren Carter. All right. Eminem got that one. I am a six foot five, two hundred and ten pound quarterback, drafted number one overall in the nineteen eighty-five supplemental draft out of the University of Miami, Florida. By the Cleveland Browns. Who am I? Not oh no, um uh, yeah, Bernie Kozar. Bernie Joseph Kozar Jr. All right. So we're tied at one with Eminem and Ray. Here we go. Five foot ten, one hundred and eighty-two pound wide receiver, twenty two years old, drafted in the first round, number six overall in the 2021 draft by the Miami Dolphins out of Alabama. Jalen Jalen Harris. Waddle. All right. Ray got that one. All right. I am a six-foot. My my
3: grandkids making too much noise. I couldn't hear that one.
0: (laughs) I'm a six-foot-two, 240-pound quarterback, 44 years old, drafted in the first round, number two overall, in 1999 out of Syracuse by the Philadelphia Eagles. Who am I? McNabb. McNabb. Eminem got that one. Donovan McNail. Oh, no,
3: no, no. Yeah, yes. I was saying McNail. I was saying
0: McNail. time. He said McNail. All right, so y'all are tied at two. Last one. And let's book this. I am a six foot five, 255 pound defensive end, 29 years old, drafted in the second round in 2015 by the Dallas Cowboys out of Nebraska. Who am I? Oh.
1: Demarcus Lawrence? Nope. Demarcus No, where? no,
3: that's no the one. um, no, Uh uh the, uh-uh, uh.
1: He's he off the drugs.
3: Yeah, he uh, he was on trouble. He was in trouble. Um, <laughs> no, uh, uh, damn. <laughs> oh man, I cannot call his name.
1: No, uh, uh number
3: 94.
1: Yeah,
3: right,
1: I 94. Know, uh, damn
3: oh uh, I can't I can't get that one. I can't no, think uh, of it at all. Shit. Rattler. Rattler. No, 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 no.
1: no. Oh, that's Boy, way before. They the damn,
3: what's his name? Now I'm just throwing him out there trying to make myself think. Uh, oh man.
1: Oh. Uh, I I can Leo. see I can see his face. Oh man! It's it's like, you know, I'm him. not drawing
2: a
3: complete blank. Yeah, I'm blank, blank. Give us, give us some no. initials or something. No, I know his name, man. Wait a minute. Yeah, me too. I just can't call it.
0: <laughs> All right. And at this time, I'm gonna have to give some sort of hint. Randy Gregory, That's
1: his name. Randy Gregory.
0: Randy Gregory is correct. All right, so all right. Well, damn, I
3: can't, I can't believe I blew that one.
0: Ray has retained, regained his
1: title. Man, I couldn't think of that boy's name. (laughs) Oh man, you can't say I didn't,
3: I didn't didn't defend pretty good this week.
0: Oh no, (laughs) y'all went at it. That was like a heavyweight fight. That was like a heavyweight fight, and I guess Buck was refereeing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right,
0: fellas, so we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. I can shut this down. I, the T2Q show ran long, so I, this one's running over, and I got some things to do, but I appreciate you all joining the show. And uh, Eminem, hold on real quick. I know you always drop out, but hold on before you, you leave. But uh, all right. everyone can go to com forward slash 15 yards. And uh, you can get more of the archives from the very unsportsmanlike podcast. Um, there are plenty of shows where, you know, we just discuss different things from um, Jordan versus LeBron argument and boxing and things of that nature. You can find all kinds of things on that page in the archives. Everyone enjoy your Thanksgiving and we'll do this again next week. Peace out.